The following Dharma discourse was given by Shahaku Okamura, the founder and abbot of Sanshinji Temple in Bloomington, Indiana, where this talk was delivered over Zoom. As a scholar practitioner, Okamura Roshi is one of the West's leading authorities on the life and teachings of Master Dogen, the first ancestor of Soto Zen Buddhism in Japan. He has authored, co-translated, and co-edited numerous books on Dogen, including Zwimonki, Genjo Koan, and the Mountains and Rivers Sutra. Additionally, he has produced translations and commentaries on the work of his late teacher, Kosho Uchiyama, and his teacher's teacher, Koto Sawaki, both beloved figures in Japan and the international Zen community. This talk capped a fascinating weekend retreat that Okamura Roshi led for the Mountains and Rivers Order Sangha on the poetry of Dogen. We were so honored to spend this time studying with Shahako Okamura and are delighted to share his Teisha with you here on the ZMM podcast. To learn more about his work, visit doginstitute.wordpress.com. Good morning, everyone. I'm uh, honored to uh, have a chance to uh, talk uh, on this occasion. That is the end of your practice period. Uh, this morning, I'd like introduce a new book uh, recently published from Wisdom uh, Publications. Uh, this is a children's book uh, entitled Squabbling Squashes. Uh, this was published last month, so it's very new. And this is a story about the squashes. Uh, it's not difficult. Uh, you know, monks grow squashes uh, at, at their temples, and somehow those squashes uh, start to squabble. And uh, argument uh, happens. Uh, they start to argue and uh, uh, fight each other. Then uh, a monk came and uh, asked them to sit quietly. And the monk uh, taught them how to sit. So they sit in Zazen uh, and calm down. Then the monk uh, asked them to put their hand on their head. Then all of them found something strange on their head, and they found this is a vine, and he found they are all connected. They are living as a part of this entire plant of squash. So they calm down, and they become uh, harmonious again. And if you have read uh, this book, Opening the Hand of Thought, uh, this story came out of uh, this book. Uh, Uchiya, my teacher, Kosho Uchiyamurosh, uh, when he talks about our Zazen practice, he introduced this story. This story was uh, made in Japan in the Tokuga period. And this story over uh, squash 
uh, one plant and there are many vines and there are squashes and the originally they thought they are individual and they uh, <clears throat> compare themselves with others and start to dis uh, argue who is better than others, of who is bigger or who is more uh, cute or who is uh, taste better, that kind of things happens. Uh, but when they sat zazen and calmed down, they found they are living together uh, as a part of this entire uh, plant. And they found, you know, they are living together, so they don't uh, need to compete each other and uh, fight against each other. That is the story. And when Uchiamoroshi talks about uh, introduce this story in this uh, <clears throat> book, uh, he is talking about what is the self uh, when we practice zazen. So that is what I'd like to talk this this morning. Uh, this is a chapter five of uh, opening the hand of thought. And the title of this chapter is Zazen and the True Self. What is actual self we are? And he said uh, there are two layers, not two separate things, but one thing has two layers. One is a self uh, to be defined uh, in comparison with others. That is, we are one of one of the many other many uh, human beings, or living beings, or all things in the nature. And when, for example, when I say my name is Shohaku, that means I am not other than Shohaku. There are numberless people and beings in this world, and yet I'm not uh, them all, but I am a person whose name is Shohaku. And I'm a, I could say I'm a Japanese, or I'm a Buddhist, or I'm a Buddhist priest. Uh, that means uh, I'm not Christian, or I'm not uh, <clears throat> from other spiritual traditions. I am a Buddhist. And I became a priest. And now I, my responsibility is to give a talk. So uh, I'm a speaker now. So I'm speaker and you are uh, audience or listeners. So there is a separation and relation. This is, I think, uh, usual uh, idea of who we are, who I am. But... Uh, Uchiyamuroshi says, uh, this is not only the, the way we understand who we are. And he, he introduced this story. That means we are connected with all, be, all other beings and living the same life. 
And uh, that second perspective of ourselves, our life, uh, is called uh, something like uh, universal self. In this translation, universal self or all pervading self, or in more traditional uh, Zen terms, something like a honlai no menmoku, or original face of the self. Or in Dogen's very unique expression, uh, this is called Jin Issai Jiko. Jin is all or whole, and Issai means everything. So, and Jiko is the self. So, we are the self together with all beings without any exceptions. So, we are living together with all beings, and we are uh, part of this uh, interconnectedness. So, this story of uh, squashes, squabbling squashes, is a kind of uh, Japanese uh, Zen version of uh, Indra's net. I always draw this diagram. This is Indra's net. And we are part of the net. Uh, as a knot, uh, and we are a collection of all different connections or elements uh, from the past and from other uh, things. We are a collection of five aggregate or five scandals, and five scandals are coming and going. Our body, the element of our body is always uh, new, something coming in and go out. And not only our dupa, our body, but everything happening in our mind, our way of thinking, our knowledge or understanding are also uh, something we learned by reading books or listening to uh, my teacher or other people. We I create, I have been studying many things and created a kind of a system of knowledge. And based on those knowledge, I make uh, some uh, concept and about good and bad or right or wrong. That is what I do as a part of uh, this uh, network. But what Uchamuroshi and Dogen Zenji says is uh, that is not real true self. But true self, when we, we sit down facing the wall and let up in Uchamuroshi's expression, opening the hand of thought, that is letting go of thought, you know, those, thing, those things I said about me like a Japanese or a Buddhist and so on, is what I thought. I make a definition of who I am. 
and other information, like uh, I can write on my resume, those informations are uh, not mistaken. But those information about me is not me. It's an information about me. So the true me is beyond such a definition, uh, determined within the relation with others. Uh, so in here, Uchiyama Roshi mentioned only two sides, the self as individual, and we usually think we are independent, and we compete with others, and we often uh, argue and even fight. So there are so many uh, squabbling squashes in this world. We can be always we can be squabbling squashes, even though we are fruits of huge tree of life. And all life in on the on the earth are fruits of this huge tree of life. And yet we think we are not we are not them, they are not me, or I am not you, you are not me. And that is uh, in the realm of thinking that is not, not mistaken, that is a correct way of thinking. But what uh, Uchamuroshi is saying is the life energy that makes me think in that way, in a kind of a self-centered way, is the same force, same energy. You know, but, uh, I'm thinking in this way, uh, my very self-centered way. Uh, and other people do the same thing. The energy uh, that makes me behave in this way and think in this way and make uh, the energy makes other people or other beings behave in their own unique way is the same energy. I think uh, that that is what this uh, network means. So, you know, uh, we are one as, a, as one of them. And yet uh, this one has no substance. As Buddha said, this is simply the correction of uh, five aggregate within the cause and conditions and uh, throughout space and time. So actually, you know, this one individual person is, uh, doesn't really exist as a, a permanent Independent, independent being that can exist without a relation with others. So uh, when we studied Buddhist teaching, we understand even though we think we are one individual person, and yet we are actually zero. Zero is sunyata or sunya, and sunya in Sanskrit means zero. Anyway, uh, when we see that we are not uh, independent being which can uh, 
exist without relation with others. Therefore, we are zero. Then we start to find the relation with others. That means there's no such a fixed wall uh, between this self and other beings. We are all really connected because we are zero. We are empty. We are shunyata. And uh, we find this entirety of interconnectedness is me, is the self. So uh, even though Uchiang Roshi talks about only two sides, individual being as one, and uh, infinity, all-inclusive self, all-pervading self, but between one and infinity, I think it's helpful to understand uh, we are zero. So I always, uh, when I give a talk about Zazen, I always, almost always uh, draw you know, this diagram and I say this strange thing, one equal zero equal infinity. And uh, when I was uh, young and uh, I was a beginner and I just started to read this book, uh, this book was written uh, nine, around 1970. That was the time, the year I was ordained by Uchiyama Kosho Roshi. So, uh, and uh, this Japanese version, Japanese original book was published in 1971. So, uh, 50, exactly 50 years ago. So, and uh, from that time, I have been studying uh, what Uchamro said in this book. And uh, I try to practice following his teaching. So uh, more than five, 50 years. And uh, I made this translation. So uh, what Uchamro wrote in this book is what I have been studying and practicing. So. I have been living following uh, what he wrote in this book. So, uh, and also uh, at Sanshin, Sanshinji, when I give, give a Dharma talk on Sundays, I have been talking on this book uh, for more than 10 years. And uh, I gave talks more than uh, 200 times. I talk uh, one, paragraph, one paragraph at a time. So uh, this is really, what is written in this book is what uh, I understand as a Buddhist, Buddhist teaching and about our practice. And I have been living and practicing uh, last 50 uh, years in the way Uchiyam Roshi uh, taught. And I'm, I feel happy about that. You know, I, I encounter this teaching uh, and uh, following uh, this teaching and practicing for so many years. Now I'm 73. So uh, I don't think I can live, you know, much longer, but I'd like to 
complete my life uh, following what uh, my teacher taught to me. Anyway, when uh, in the process of studying uh, what he wrote in uh, <clears throat> this book, uh, I found, you know, to uh, knowing this zeroness or emptiness is important. Uh, if when we only see, you know, the individual conditioned self and uh, all pervading universal self, we often think this is bad, this is good. So we have to uh, transform ourselves from here, from uh, our conditioned self to the universal self. And to live in universal self is a good thing. It's an uh, enlightened way of life. But uh, I found this is not what Uchimuro said. Uh, to do so, I think, uh, to understand that point, to see this zeroness, uh, emptiness of the self is important. That means uh, this uh, individual conditioned self is not something we need to negate. But this is very important. When we understand zeroness, emptiness means uh, to see emptiness means uh, to become free from clinging to this conditioned self. As, uh, as in the Heart Sutra, the, in the very beginning of the Heart Sutra, it said, Avarokte Shubhara Bodhisattva, when, practice, when deeply practice Prajnya Paramita, see the emptiness of five scandals, or five aggregates, and relieve all suffering. So to see the emptiness of five aggregate, we are simply the collection of five aggregate and these five aggregate are empty. Empty means there's no way to attach to it or cling to it or grasp it. So seeing emptiness of five scandals means seeing emptiness of this one uh, individual person. That means we, are, we become free from clinging, attachment to these five scandals. You know, there, is, there are only five scandals, and yet we, these five, five scandals cling, uh, attach themselves to five scandals. In that condition, these five scandals is called Pancha Upadana scandals. Uh, that is five scandals of clinging, or five scandals of uh, attachment. Then uh, this is a cause of the problems we have, or create, we create sansara. But when we see the emptiness of five scandals, that means emptiness of this body and the mind, we become free from attachment to this individual I self. Then this individual self being free from clinging is the only tool, tool, I don't like the word tool, but only thing I can use to express zeroness and in 
infinity. You know, if we don't uh, understand awaken to this reality and express through our this particular five skandhas, you know, these uh, sunyata or emptiness or infinity or all pervading self is only a concept. Again, the with which I'm not said this is a concept and this is reality, but when we don't practice, when we practice and awaken to that reality and express that reality, you know, even this is a concept. You know, when I we did uh, his book, uh, he used the, this expression, and somehow we make some understanding. And we think that is true. If that is all we do, then you know this infinity or all pervading self is simply a concept, another concept. And we think uh, individual conditioned self is not a good thing. So we, we need to become uh, infinity. That is another illusion or delusion. So it's really important to uh, awaken to the reality of emptiness and all interconnectedness through our particular particular body and mind, particular uh, collection of five aggregates. And uh, this conditioned self is only uh, I don't uh, have another uh, word, another English word, but this is only tool I can use to uh, practice and uh, share with others. So when I have to, uh, when I give a talk about, you know, this reality, I have to uh, think. And my thinking is still in Japanese because I was born in Japan and uh, I was educated in Japanese school system. And I studied Buddhism uh, with Japanese techist and with Japanese uh, teacher at a Japanese monastery. Uh, you know, this is my karma. I was not uh, American or French or Chinese. So this, this is, this, you know, uh, my knowledge, understanding, and experience as a Japanese Buddhist is only tool I can use to share about uh, this uh, reality or Buddhist teaching about the reality with others. And uh, somehow, because my teacher sent me to this country when I was 27, uh, and he asked me to work on translation. Somehow, I I had to study English, so I could speak some English. So, you know, even now, still, even now, I'm basically thinking in Japanese and try to speaking in English. So, uh, my mind is working very hard now. But you know, this uh, this. Uh, you know, conditioned self, karmic self, 
is only thing I can use to share this universal self, this uh, reality of emptiness. So uh, it's really important to take care of this uh, individual conditioned self, this particular five scandals. And even though uh, Uchiamuroshi said, you know, to be a Japanese, to be a Buddhist, to be a priest, to be a teacher is a definition made based on comparing with others. So that makes the separation. But uh, this is not only the case. When I say I am a Japanese and I say I'm a Buddhist, I'm a priest, I'm a practitioner. This is not necessarily I compare myself with other people, but this is how, how can I say, uh, how I think who I am, therefore what I should do. So this is, can be an uh, expression of my determination, who I am, what I am, and therefore what I should do. And I try to do my best. So this, in order to share you know, Buddhist teaching and practice, I have to use this conditioned uh, karmic self. Other, otherwise, there's nothing I can do. So to me, you know, to, uh, within those three aspects of ourself, uh, there's no good and bad or superior or inferior or something we have to negate or we have to uh, cling to. But I think this three aspect is uh, three aspect of this being. At the same time, there's no way we can uh, negate any of those three aspects. So to see uh, this one person as a karmic uh, self, and this is empty, this doesn't really exist as a permanent uh, substantial person. And yet we are all connected with all beings, without support by all other beings, we cannot even sit in the zendo. You know, someone built this zendo and someone uh, allowed me to use this space as a zendo and also a place to give a talk. Uh, and someone uh, set up, you know, this, uh, you know, technical things to communicate with you through Zoom. I don't know how it works, but somehow it's done. Uh, so without those people's support, you know, I cannot give a talk this morning. And someone, uh, you know, gave me a glass of water. Without, you know, those people's support and help, and my teacher's work writing this book, you know, I have nothing to say. So all I'm speaking 
is a collection or, uh, or fruits of all those uh, peoples, not only people, but all things and uh, other living beings within this network of life. So I'm, what I'm talking right now is not only my personal thing, uh, but uh, I am, a, in a sense, I am a, uh, not only me, but each one of us is the center of the world. And not only the center of the world, as I said, but this entirety is myself. So what I'm talking is how I see and understand uh, about this entire network of interdependent origination. And uh, if you are somewhere, somewhere else, your uh, view might be quite different, and that is fine. But in this case, this is what I'm talking, what I'm seeing and what I'm talking is my version of this entire network. And if you speak, uh, you can speak or express your version of this entire uh, interconnectedness. And, uh, you know, those uh, entire network is uh, not really fixed. As Uchiamro said, when we are born, we are born together with this entire world. And when we die, uh, we die with this entire world. And while we are alive, we live together with all beings mm -hmm. within this world, within this 10 direction world. Uh, so there is a time also. So when uh, my teacher, Uchiamuroshi, was alive, I was, I, I was, I was part of Uchiamuroshi's world as one of his disciples. But when Uchiamuroshi passed away, uh, Shohaku, as, a, as, a, as one of his disciples within his world, died with him. And uh, yet, in my, in my world, Uchiamuroshi is still alive as, a, as, a, as my late teacher. He is still existing uh, with this network of interdependent origination. And even when I died, I disappear from this world. As far as other people, some, some of people are uh, practicing what I have been practicing, I'm still alive with, within their practice. So Uchiyamaroshi is alive, still alive within what I am doing. So in a sense, uh, not me, I'm very different person from my teacher, but uh, within my practice, within my activity, uh, Uchiyamuroshi is still alive, still being alive. And uh, he gave me energy to talk about this teaching. Uh, so, uh, 
this is really important point when we practice uh, Zazen to see the three aspects of ourselves. It's not a matter of this is false self and this is true self. So now I think this word true self might be not a good expression. True means the, if this is a true self, this is a false self. And that is not. But we see ourselves from three perspectives always. Not we negate one, 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 one of them and grasp another perspective. But this way of, uh, I call this a structure of the self. So this structure of the self is reality of ourselves. And uh, we have to awaken to those three aspects and we have to express uh, those three aspects always. And in my understanding, our Zazen is a perfect expression of this structure. You know, when I sit facing the wall, you know, only thing I can use to sit is this body and mind. My karmic self, you know, my condition of body uh, is really mine. My body is different from your body. And also my way of thinking is different from your way of thinking. So I use uh, this five scandals, body and mind, to sit. This is the only thing I can use. But when we sit and letting go of thought or opening the hand of thought, I let go of this, uh, this uh, 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 conditions, conditioned things, even though condition is here, but I let go of the thought coming and going in our mind. Then those thoughts are part of my life. And yet we, I don't negate them. I don't try, I don't fight against them or I don't try to eliminate them. But I uh, ungrasp or open my hand. That means those thoughts are not the object of this person sitting. Then, uh, when we have some thought, and often too, actually too often, we start to think about this thought. You know, some, sometimes I feel this is a wonderful idea, or this is a good memory, or terrible experience. And those thoughts coming and going became the object of this person sitting. In that case, uh, my mind is separate into two parts, subject and object and the interaction. Uh, that is a problem. So when we found we are interacting with things happening in my, in my mind, we, we return to just sitting. And when we just sit, we return to just sitting, that means this upright posture, and we keep our eyes open and uh, make sure uh, you know, we breathe from 
uh, our nose deeply as as if you know air goes down to our uh, stomach, abdomen, and open our hand. Then uh, those thoughts are simply something happening, like a clouds coming and staying for a while and go away. You know, even when we sit facing the wall, so wall is in front of us, but I don't think we think the wall is an object. Wall is there, but I think here. I'm just sitting. So all and me are together. And yet there's no such separation and relation interaction. But uh, if we are not mindful, we see, we think about the world. Or even when we are sitting, we hear the sound of traffic or bad singing. Uh, or other things. Uh, if we open our hand, then we, those sound can be the object of this thing, this person sitting, and we start to think about you know those people talking or those bad singing. Then that is not a dozen. So whenever we Aware, we have become aware of that this interaction, separation and interaction. We stop and just return to just sitting. Then, then this separation and self and object, subject object relation somehow disappeared, and we are just sitting. In that case, you know, our thought coming and going within our mind is not something we have to eliminate, we have to fight against it. That is why I think Dogen Zenji could say, this dozen is Buddha's practice, not the method to make deluded human beings into enlightened Buddha. But this, this practice is Buddha. That is what the meaning of his expression, Gyo Gyo and Buts. Gyo is practice. And uh, Dogen Zenji wrote one fascicle of Shobogenzo entitled Gyo Buts Igi. Usual translation is uh, practice, practicing without dignified conduct. So practice is verb and Buddha's dignified conduct is an uh, object of this person doing. But uh, Dogen Zenji did this expression, Gyobutsu Iji, as uh, uh, you know, uh, dignified conduct of practice Buddha, Gyobutsu. So in this case, this Gyobutsu is a name of Buddha. Gyo or practice as Buddha. So he read this other dignified conduct of the Buddha whose name is practice. Uh, this is all, almost uh, 11.50, so I think it's time to stop. Uh, so no question and answer. Okay. Uh, so 
uh, I this morning I talked about uh, squabbling squashes, and we have so many squabbling squashes in this world today. So I think this teaching and uh, this teaching of uh, you know to find the something strange that connect ourselves with others and find we are living together with all beings, I think is really meaningful teaching, even though, you know, this book was written by my teacher 50 years ago. I think his, what he taught, what he wrote, is still uh, buried uh, in this world today. Uh, well, this is what I have to say this morning. Uh, thank you for listening. Yeah. Shall I stop and uh, chant? Okay. Thanks for listening. Looking for in-person practice opportunities? With the easing of pandemic quarantine restrictions, Zen Mountain Monastery and the Zen Center of New York City are once again open for group meditation, services, residency, and retreats. We'll continue to offer online programs to our Sangha near and far, even while we host more in-person events for all those able to travel. You can find all upcoming activities listed on our website, zmm.org.